There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. Stay ahead of all the big games in the best league in the world, the Premier League. With the latest odds, form guides, expert opinions and more, the fans are the players at Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrokes.com. 18 plus begambleaware.org T's and C's apply Game Day Podcasts from Talk Sport Subscribe on Acast, iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts Game Day The Appendix Yeah, welcome along, everybody, to the Game Day Record Book Podcast Appendix. Uh, so much stuff was shoveled into the original show that uh, we have got a whole lot of stuff that's been left out. And by stuff, I mean quality gear, sort of stuff you'd get in Wolfstone Market if you really went down there. Um, and uh, Tom Rennie is with me, and so is Matt Lawrence. So uh, Matt Lawrence, former Crystal Palace captain, um, and uh, FA Cup. He likes to remember that he was the FA Cup lo- losing captain for <laughs> Millwall. I, I don't really like him, um, but you can. And we not mentioned as well. Like, you haven't seen him for a long time. And don't Teeth look fantastic. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I always think of you as being full gums, but now I always think of you as the henchman from two Bond films, Pure Titanium, and of course the star of Happy Gilmore as well. We did uh, all this on the, on, the, on the main podcast, didn't we? Oh, you've got glasses. Oh, you're middle lovely class, teeth. aren't you? Yeah, those shiny, lovely teeth. Were yeah. you in Octopussy? Oh, uh, lovely they I see are. See, you've got your own trousers, but a, a pair. Not one trouser, not good enough for you. <laughs> Um, Matt, uh, sorry, uh, Matt, we'll have to stand back a little bit here because uh, Tom Rennie, who I should tell you is, of course, and he's a trans-platform, multi-platform broadcaster and pundit across the Atlantic as well. Um, You're going to lead the charge because you've made a huge pile. I I love this show. I love coming on it. Every time I do it, the appendix is my favourite bit. We always make it like 10 minutes. I'd happily do a 45-minute appendix with a few results for a different podcast. Anyway, loads of stuff for you today. First thing I want to start with is that I was doing the commentary of Newcastle Wolverhampton Wanderers early on Sunday um, and I was before the game chatting to a Wolverhampton Wanderers fan he said you know we're uh, in the green kit today didn't you I was like oh right okay didn't realise they had a green kit they have a history of uh, of wearing green wolves do they is that and something I they do I wondered why a team were wearing black and white stripes so it, need, it needed to be a old gold wouldn't do for the there's uh, no reason. and they won this game last year in the old gold so there's no hmm. reason to change it and he told me this. Now, I've not verified it because it's the appendix and I don't get paid enough to do so, but I've taken it as true because he told me and he's a Wolves fan. Right. They have got a green kit this year with red trim down the sleeves because they want to sell those shirts in the Mexican market where Raul Jimenez is a star. Wow. And Tom, I, it is exact. And I did do it's some a replica. research. I don't get paid enough, but I did look. <laughs> You're and a pro, it is, it is exactly, pretty much exactly the same, taking the badge off. Can I, can I ask you both a question? You, you, you're both in and around football, football geniuses, otherwise you wouldn't be on here. All these massive efforts, Liverpool's court cases, Wolves replicating mm, Mexico. Yep. do you think it makes a damn bit of difference to how many shirts you sell around the world? And if it does, do you, how many of those shirts do you think are snide? <laughs> 
<laughs> I think this is all, so much effort goes into selling shirts that I think it's a load of nonsense. Um, I have got a stat about this. Um, the <laughs> kit that the recent company that got sacked off from being the Liverpool uh, developer, yeah. they sold a record amount of shirts, over two million of that Liverpool shirt. That's why they were so desperate to keep that contract. And I also had a chat a few months ago with the social media manager at West Ham at a game, and he told me that when they signed Chicharito Hernandez... Oh, I just called him Chicharito. I'm sorry yeah. about that. When they signed Javier Hernandez, because he said it when he was talking to me, they basically built a Spanish website in order to deal with the sheer volume of people getting in touch from Mexico. And every time he didn't start, which was every time, yeah. the West Ham Twitter page was just filled with people in Spanish saying, where is Hernandez? Why is Hernandez not playing? What's Donde happened to the little Hernandez? Oh, is that, that yeah, was yeah, good, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was yeah. going to do it in French, and I pulled back, because it was obviously no, not the right Spanish. language. That was much Spanish, better. Yeah. 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 But anyway, so I do think it doesn't make a difference. It definitely makes a difference. It's why Manchester United, it's why Tottenham, it's why Liverpool have been searching for Indian players or players from from the Asian market over the years. The the Korean players have come in. Some of them, granted, of those players have have been good enough, but an awful lot of them have been for for that market. And The irony, one day, of people in India getting paid four pence an hour to make shirts with Indian names on the back of them being sold for 70 quid a pop. I'll leave for all the rest of you to imagine. Oh, a little bit of politics there, Dan. Well done. Um, What else you got? Um, what else have I got? Well, I wanted to mention this one about mm. Jesse Lingard. I'm sure we're all wearing uh, various items from the. Oh, this is another Jay clothing Ling's story. Brand. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm very much the fashion reporter. What was that thing you did with your hands? This is what he does. The oh, Jay Ling yes. symbol. It's isn't it? Oh, is that a... it? No, it's 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 that, isn't it? Where it's like a JL. There we go. Originally, you did so some kind this. of fluttering dove. Well, thing. I did the um, yeah. uh, Granite Xhaka Albania yeah. thing. That's yeah. the wrong thing. That was yeah. the whole wrong message. Uh, and now FIFA are on our ass. And now we're trouble. Now we're all sacked. Yeah. But he does this kind of thing where he puts his two hands together and he puts his thumbs out and his fingers up and he's meant to be a JL. Right. Well, J Ling's is his fashion brand. Uh, when it. its first year of trading, uh, the kids don't do that anymore. They've all moved yes, on. That's quite why I said it. Doc, yeah, yeah you, you know what you do. Uh, yeah. Documents lodged at Company's House show that J Ling's, in a period of just over 12 months up until January 31st this year, made a loss of £211,000 or two weeks' wages. Mm. I, to me, that doesn't seem, for a new business, that doesn't seem like a big loss. You've got to, you've got to speculate to accumulate. Has anyone ever bought a J-Lings? I mean, does anyone know anyone out there has bought a J-Lings? Now, Matt, you're Get pretty well turned out. I'm, I'm relatively well turned out, but I didn't even know J-Lings was a thing. I will ask my children when I, when I leave. And, One thing and he could do, out. I was thinking, to boost business is to go to his more successful teammates at Man United or England and get them to do a range for him. And I was thinking this during the game between Liverpool and Tottenham. J-Hens would be a fantastic sub-range for the band. What would they sell? It's obvious, isn't it? It's a rubbish knitted jumper with one of those collars sewn in. So you haven't got to buy both shirt and jumper, but you can still look good for your interview at Dixon's. I thought I had never heard of Jesse Lingard's clothing range, but now um, it's all coming back to me. Wasn't Roy Keane so pleased with the news that he said... If this was a good, strong dressing room, this wouldn't be tolerated. Now, he's not talking about fascism or he's not talking about domestic violence. He's talking about putting out a few tracksuits with your name on them. This would not be tolerated. Yeah, but to be fair, Roy Keane should probably have been arrested for his assault on Alfie Ingerhal and didn't go to prison for it, so I don't really listen to and what he has to say. And the accompanying language, if you've read the book. Yeah. And he's, he just seems proud of it in the book, from what I read oh, of yeah. it, so I, I've no time for Roy Keane, now or ever. Does he know this? Uh, I'm not sure he cares, and neither do I. 
if, if he comes in here, I yeah. will change my opinion immediately, yeah. as I will of Nigel Rio Coker. I'll tell, well. tell you how hard Roy Keane thinks he is. Well, first of all, let's get it right. He is very hard. Yeah, I'm sure he, he is. He was also yeah. a tremendously successful amateur boxer before he was a footballer. Um, I, I, I was talking once to somebody, uh, Tony Cascarino, uh, off on an island trip. The game had been played. They're out on the, on the pop that night. This is when Roy was still on the beer, yes? And they go to a nightclub in Dublin. And Tony Cascarino's job is to look after Roy Keane. That's essentially his job in the squad, as well as pretending to be Irish, because he's got that going on as well. And they get to a, a very famous nightclub in the middle of Dublin. And um, Cascarino disappears from the bar where Roy is drinking for about three or four minutes and comes back and says, where have you been? So Cascarino says, oh, I've just been over there talking to Steve Collins. Now, Steve Collins, of course, is then the middleweight champion of the world. Yeah. And Roy says, Roy pulls up his sleeves, goes, I want to talk to that fella. He's going off to fight Steve Collins. Oh, he genuinely thinks he can mess with middleweight boxing champion of the world, oh, Steve dear. Collins. So I suspect you don't present much of a, a target I'm sure he's not concerned Roy. about me. No. I've been to the gym for three months. It's absolutely fine. It he shows. He is not here. I'm very busy. He's not worried about me. I'm not worried about him. But also, if you're listening, Roy, it was just a joke. Please don't hurt me. What about um, Ron Robazila? Oh, this is so good. If you've got time for any video this weekend, this might be the one. So Ron Robertzila is currently playing in goal for Hanover in the second tier of Bundesliga, Bundesliga 2. They're facing Karlsruhe this weekend. I'm sure it's a game that everyone was well across. In the 95th minute of this game, Daniel Gordon dramatically equalises for Karlsruhe. The ball hits the back of the net. And it's a taut net, so the ball bounces back onto the field of Which play. Which is always a lovely thing to see, by it the way. A great, yeah. it's, a, it's a wonderful We image. don't see enough of it now, do you? Now, Zila wants to stop them from getting the ball, running back and restarting, as always is yeah. the case with goalkeepers. But instead of trying to grab the ball and then being that kind of embarrassing little melee of players in the net... He takes his right fist, he balls it up, and he rolls it around to punch this ball out, David James style. Unfortunately, a player from uh, Karlsruhe grabs the ball first. It's Gordon, actually, who does it, the goal scorer, grabs it, and he starts running away with the ball in his chest. But Zeta's already started the swing. He's Steve Collins running at Roy Keane back in 1992. He's ready to hit him. And so he swings the arm. He doesn't catch one ball. He catches two. Ah. Uh, and then he gets sent off for it. And the, the other, the other fella is Carl's ruined. <laughs> 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 Listen, I've been given a note here about something that happened in European football. It makes no sense at all, but I'm going to read it in all good faith. You'll remember Thiago Motta, um, who, uh, well, he was a very, very good footballer in his time, and he was eventually PSG in Paris' day. He was their under-19 coach, where he unleashed an extraordinary formation, 2-7-2, which included the goalkeeper becoming some kind of auxiliary outfield player. More recently, he got a job in grown-up football. He'd become the manager of Genoa. Within a week, he had launched their 272 formation. I, I totally get this. The Do whole. You? Oh, yeah. The whole. Uh, I watched football for a long time. There's no room for seven, is Tom, there? Tom, all. Everything I've seen about professional football over the past 50 years has been leading to one thing flood the midfield, get everybody. Pep Guardiola, he has mm. been waiting to play two midfields at centre-back. He genuinely believes, and I'm not doing one of my joke things here, that centre-backs are a waste on a football pitch. We've seen him play Mascherano there. We've seen him play Martinez at Bayern Munich. His idea is if you 
if you hold the ball well enough, you don't need defenders. And if you chase back well enough, if you've lost it, you don't need defenders. I'm looking at a former centre-back. I'm right about this. Yeah, it's, it's when you when you lose possession of the ball, if you press high enough up the field and you win it back quick enough, you don't need yeah. to defend. And he genuinely does believe this. Yes, he, he's he got get... John Stones on the bench. He's got Eric Garcia yeah. on the bench. He wants to get them out of the game, and so does our friend Thiago Motta. So he goes to Genoa, and he puts on his 2-7-2. They're losing 1-0 after an hour in his first game. I think it's his first game. He then, though brings on three substitutes. And because he's a footballing genius, Thiago Motta, all three of them score uh, in a victory for Genoa, including his old friend Goran Pandev, who I think was in the same... Well, they were in... Inter, but they were in, Inter, um, yeah. They were in Jose Mourinho's Inter team that yeah. won the Champions League. That's a lovely story. And, of course, he's going to get sacked playing 2-7-2 because we're not ready for it yet. But um, it's quite a race between him and Pep Guardiola. Who can play 1-8-1 first? Straight after the game, he just has to leave. Just, uh, just 1-8-1's retire. only playing with 10 players there. That's you know, a... I was chatting fairly recently to Adam McLaughlin, another former Republic of Ireland international, and uh, he's working in the youth team at Swindon. And he does this thing, right, and he said it blows people's minds. When the opposition get a free kick on the edge of the penalty area, he doesn't do a wall. He tells his team not to do a wall because then there's nothing to win it over and then whoever has the shot, the goalkeeper can just watch it the entire way through. I've often wondered about this. If I gave you a ball, Matt, you're a still fit professional, ex-professional footballer. He couldn't take a free kick then, though. 22 <laughs> yards out, let's say four yards outside the edge of the penalty area and no wall. How many times do you beat a professional goalkeeper? 22 yards out, it would be probably two or three times. Well, that's pretty good, actually. I, I think you're giving yourself a lot of side there, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> no, I, I, I think a wall, I, I think it's the, the, the size of the wall, definitely. I, I get that the goalkeeper's got a few, full view of it, but the way players hit the ball nowadays, the, the, the some players, a handful. Some players do, yeah. but also the the modern day ball as well from, from if you're doing it from the edge of the box it's obviously 18 and a half yards I, I think it helps if you've got a wall that's for and certain. I think I think we also should take into account here that if they did do away with the wall um, Jeremy Corbyn and others like him <laughs> will be saying hold on what about the industry that makes those cut out metal walls I mean, they've got no other use, have they? And every club has loads of those footballers painted red and with a mesh, a cross, crisscross mesh. Somebody has to make them. I've got an idea. They're not just produced out of... They don't grow out of the ground, unlike the centre circle at Southampton. See the actual podcast. Um, somebody has to make them and they'd be out of work. And Jeremy right. Corbyn could use them for when Labour want to abstain on a vote. And so instead of the seats being empty, they put the little walls in and you know how many people abstained. Sometimes sometimes those walls come as individual men, then you just stick them in the ground. Sometimes there's a group of five of them, isn't it? Quite often four or five. We sell them to spinsters so they can use the carpool lane. That's how you do it. Now, this has been a very enjoyable... That was not euphemistic. That was not euphemistic. That's just a real idea. uh, Like Home Alone 2. Because this has been a very, very good appendix, I've enjoyed it hugely. I'm sure you have too. We're going to end with a piece of commentary. Um, Unfortunately, it's not in English, but that's no problem because you're still going to hear something amazing that's happening while you... You think you know all about football. Here is something amazing happening. Can you play it? That, my friends, is Shinji Nakamura formerly of Celtic, way back in the mists of time, still playing in the J-League and scoring that goal. Let's hear it again.
she must have. Well done, Shinji. Congratulations to him. The perfect way to end this appendix. Bless you all. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. The latest odds, we set them. Form guides, we've got them. Expert opinions, we share them. The best fans in the world deserve the best. Be match day ready before the whistle blows with Labrooks. Odds update on Talk Sport with Labrooks. Are you in? Let's go. Play at labrooks.com, 18 plus, be gambleaware.org. T's and C's apply. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.